One week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond, beyond belief. But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten, kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged, uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary because she's no longer relevant, I guess. She was terrible, but he is, what he is doing is just unbelievable. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. It's been I've tuned into right-wing media at all over the past few months. You might have noticed that after spending years beating the drum on inflation, Fox News does not really want to talk about the economy anymore. They sure as heck do not want to talk about abortion. So what is their new pet issue heading into the general election? So-called migrant crime. That's it. I, honestly, you cannot overstate the deluge of coverage. At any given moment all day, Fox is either reporting on crime, just finishing a segment of crime, or about to run a, seg run a segment on migrant crime. Migrant crime is beginning to spiral out of control. There's a migrant crime spree killing Americans. Migrant yep. crime wave. The uh, migrant no, crime uh, crisis. That migrant is. crime. The growing immigrant crime crisis. Every third day, there's a story about some sort of migrant crime. The drumbeat of propaganda has been moving not just Republicans, but public opinion overall in a really bad direction. A recent Pew poll found that a clear majority of Americans believe a large increase in the migrant population leads to an increase in crime. The problem is it's not true. It is simply not true. It is a right wing invention. Real issue. I mean, because there, there is an actual real issue that, you know, I, there's a chart here that um, The Guardian put up and they've talked about the surge in border crossings. And you can see the little line that happens when it starts. It starts during the pandemic, which Donald Trump completely mismanaged. And the mismanagement of the pandemic is the undertold story, I think, of the Bush, of the Trump administration. A million people died, but you also saw this massive surge at the border. So there is a surge. Is there any solution being implemented since the president is being constrained from doing so by Congress? I think what's really happening, and I think what everyone is sort of getting wrong, is when we talk about the crisis, what crisis, to your point, are we talking about? And who is in crisis? Are Americans in crisis or are asylum seekers in crisis? And I think the reality is the facts are that if you just look at the other side of the border, right, as we speak, there are thousands of asylum seekers that are waiting in limbo in some of the most dangerous Mexican border towns. Right, As we speak, cartel kidnappings are up. Sexual violence is up in just in the state of Tamaulipas, which is exactly directly in front of where President Biden was today. Just in that state, sexual assaults towards migrants went up by 70 percent in 2023. So that is a crisis. Then if you look at the American side of the border, there's absolutely no evidence to suggest that immigrants are criminals. None. Just look at the Texas Department of Public Safety's own data. Look at what Stanford University is saying. And it is very clear that they say we want to go there. They say that native borns are more likely to commit crimes than immigrants. What is a crisis, though, is the fact that extremism is up. The great replacement theory is up. 
And yeah. that is a crisis. And so I think I, I think it's just really important to place the audience in this reality of what is this crisis we're talking about? We may be feeling it. We may be yeah. perceiving it, but it's not real. It's, it's really interesting to see finally this kind of direct compare and contrast, right? And I think in many ways, the White House must have been hoping that there would be this kind of, here's Donald Trump frothing, uh, you know, name calling, uh, sounding, you know, sort of crazy and reckless and Biden with these words of, you know, practical governance, which in the end is the contrast between the two this year, right? Do you want sort of a party that's going to offer you governing versus do you want a party that's going to offer you this kind of demagoguery. It is notable that Biden chose to go to the border. I think even critics within his own party would say that he sort of avoided the issue for much of his tenure in the White House rather than sort of articulating straight on what a democratic policy would look like in contrast with Trump's demagoguery. I think you're right that in a way this uh, collapse of the bipartisan deal in Congress handed Biden an issue where he didn't have one. I do note that many of the surveys this year show immigration rising up as an issue that Americans are concerned about. I don't think that's good news for uh, Democrats, given that more than any other issue, it is the one that's associated with Trump and his particular brand of demagoguery since the day he entered politics in 2015. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies. Because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Friday, 1 March, Year of Our Lord 2024. Uh, the complete total meltdown, and this ties back to the Battleground States polls we showed you yesterday coming from Bloomberg Morning Consult that shows President Trump outside the margin of error up five, six points in all the key battleground states, up even more, I believe, in Georgia and North Carolina. The only one that is even tight inside the margin of error is uh, Michigan, which didn't incorporate. Uh, they did the poll, I think, before uh, the uh, the Arab-American, Muslim-American flex, radical left flex from Ann Arbor, uh, and the drop in enthusiasm in the primary that shows that uh, – uh, they control the deal in uh, Michigan for Biden's fate. Uh, the number one issue, of course, you see there, here, here's what they're doing now. It's There's no crime. It's all your imagination. Fact is even better. The, the crime is on the Trumps. It's all the Trump supporters, native-born Americans. You're the problem. You're the, you're the guys doing crime. Well, you know what? People, what they miss is people don't see it like that because it's not the reality. Number two is that we shouldn't have anybody in here doing any crime. Any One crime is too many. You're imposing upon the American people. These people coming across, let me say this brutally, frankly, they have no rights. Zero. None. If you want to seek asylum, you go to the first country you get freedom and you apply. You apply. And you stay there 
until you got to show a whole checklist worth of things. And you also have to show that you're not going to be financially dependent by the United States. Biden, from the first day and the very first action he did, which say we're not doing the wall, we're not. It took all these executive actions on the afternoon of the 20th of January, 2021. Remember those dark days? They weren't dark here in the war room because we were pointing out, hey, he's illegitimate and his actions are showing he's illegitimate. And guess what? War room right. All the Republican establishment, wrong. Left wing, wrong. We said we'll kill his, we'll kill his administration in the crib by pointing out his illegitimacy because guess what? Trump won. And number two, he's going to do things that no duly elected president would do because you're not putting the country first. You're not putting the citizens first. So there's a lot going on. He goes down yesterday. Remember this. You must be a force multiplying this. They don't call them illegal alien invaders, even MSNBC, migrants, all this. They called them yesterday newcomers. Embrace that. Newcomers. From the White House itself, these are newcomers. They're not migrants. They're not illegal alien invaders. They're, they're newcomers, which means they ain't going anywhere. Well, that's just not true. Up or down vote. Do you want to see 10 million illegal alien invaders that are destroying the school systems, destroying the health care, particularly for working class African-Americans and Hispanic citizens? Do you want to see that remain? New York City today, the, the truth is coming out. Eric Adams, you're going to have a Politico, big story. You're going to cut pre-K, all the programs there for the, uh, for the African-American and Hispanic citizens, kids in New York City, all going to be cut. All going to be cut because it's a sanctuary city. All these bums running these cities that have tried to draft off this for a year, the chickens have come home to roost. This is why Biden doesn't want to address it, and he'll never say, uh, he'll never say the nurse's name. Ms. Riley, never, never say that name, murdered in cold blood, as many are, tor- tortured, tormented. You don't need this in your life. Inner city people don't need this. Let's go to, we're going to start in Georgia. We're going to go back to the Darien Gap. We've got a lot to get to. I want to go to Jenny Beth Martin, head of the Tea Party Patriots. You're putting on a big rally, Mark. Walk me through the temperature of the folks in Georgia right now about this murder. Steve, they're very, very angry. Lakin Riley was from the county where I am from, and she actually went to the elementary school that my children went to before going to school in a different part of the county. So moms from my county have been reaching out to me for the past week and a half. They're upset. They're angry. They said they knew there was a problem but did not understand just how bad the problem was until this murder happened. And they understand this never should have happened. You said something in your monologue just a minute ago about how every one of the crimes committed by these illegal immigrants never should have even happened. And that's correct. Every single life that is lost Every single family that turns into an angel family because of these illegal immigrants who are killing American citizens never had to happen if we just had control of our border and we had a secure border. And this is on Biden. He has done this. He has blood on his hands. And tomorrow, C.J. Pearson and I are standing up and demanding justice for Lake and Riley and demanding an end to the invasion on our border. It's it's not simply the crimes that are imposed upon the uh, the minority community of American citizens. It's also the angst, the anxiety. These are crime-ridden areas now, and they shouldn't. I mean, it was bad enough to begin with. Now it's ten times worse. 
because of they, illegal alien invaders. That's what they are, illegal alien invaders. And MSNBC, Joanne Reed and Chris Hayes, you're still moping and whining about the immunity situation because you're not going to have lawfare to get to Trump before Election Day when we win in an overwhelming landslide. As you know what the numbers are, the people in Davos know what the numbers are. Uh, in addition, we're going to deport 10 million illegal alien invaders. They're not going to sit here and continue to perpetrate crime on our cities, taking away health care, taking away the little education that's happening in the cities for these kids today. It's not going to happen. These are American citizens. And guess what? They come first. C.J. Pearson, uh, jump in here. First off, C.J., why, why is Kemp? I thought Kemp was one of these enlightened establishment guys. Atlanta's a global city. And he, the, every time I see him mouthing off, he's at Davos, you know, being a big shot and talking about global issues and, you know, knitted brow and being serious. And they're saying, this guy's a, this guy's a rising young leader. Why does he act like a cracker? Why, why is he picking on you? Why, why are the people around him, why are they singled out a young black man that is pure MAGA? Why is he picking yeah, on you? Yeah, I, he's supposed to be a global citizen. Why, 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 is, he, why is he picking on you? You know, Steve, I wish I knew, but I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I have been an unflinching ally of President Trump and I'm proud of the fact uh, that he will be our nominee once again in 2024. In just 10 short days in the state of Georgia, when we win this special election, the youngest black legislator in America is going to be a MAGA Republican. And unfortunately, you know, I understand that Governor Kemp has some personal animus towards um, Governor Kemp, but I wish he would push that aside because I believe now more than ever, it is time for our party to unite. We need need to take back our country. We need to save Georgia, because if we save Georgia, we can save America. And uh, that's exactly what we intend to do. We've kept that message the forefront of our campaign. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, the governor's allies have spent almost $60,000 on false attacks against our campaign. They even tried to pull the same thing that they're doing against Donald Trump against us. They tried to kick us off the ballot by filing a phony residency challenge. But thankfully, we prevailed and we're marching towards victory. Why, why is it? Why do they hate Trump so much? I mean, they hate you because you're a big Trump supporter. But the, is it because they looked the other way when this election, Rothensburg and these guys allowed this election to be stolen in 2020? Is that one of the reasons they hate Trump? Because he reminds them of their malfeasance and incompetence in securing the 2020 election in Georgia, which President Trump won in Georgia, sir? Well, you know, they hate Trump so much because they realize that he represents a new day of the Republican Party. This is no longer the party of Mitt Romney. This is no longer the party of John McCain or George Bush. This is the party of Donald J. Trump. And they realize that they don't have control over this party. And when they lose control, they act insecure. And this is a product of that fact. And, you know, I've got to tell them that, you know, President Trump is what we need now more than ever. This Lake and Riley uh, murder. Was personal for I tell you what, hang on, hang on one second. We're, we're, we're going to get back to Lincoln Riley here, Lake and Riley here in a second. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text 
Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action. 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 We're having a defensive conversation about immigration that starts with exactly. some amount of border chaos. We should have our own conversation from first principles about this is an extraordinary country. It is extraordinary for Amen. many reasons. Among the reasons it is extraordinary, it is a country built of the world, from the world, from every part of the world. Right. And I have had the fortune as a journalist, as a foreign correspondent, to visit dozens of countries. And I've enjoyed all these countries I've been to, but I've actually never been to any other country that truly aspired to be a country made of the world. So when you're in France, France is there's, there's immigrants in France, but it is not like the United States. It is not a country made of the world. It is a country with Frenchness. Right. A lot of countries in the world, people don't even know. They don't even have birthright citizenship. If you live there, if you're born there and your parents are from there, you, you still don't necessarily become a citizen. Eric Lee, a friend of mine, a Chinese-American, wrote a, in, in a memoir called The China Man's Chance about his family's been in China thousands and thousands of years. He, his parents left, came to America. He said if he wanted to go back and become Chinese, he couldn't. <laughs> 5,000 years of law. This guy, this guy's one of the smartest guys they've got in all of television. Very smart guy. We'll get to that later. Breaking news both the New York Times and NBC News, breaking news. Asians, Asian Americans in this country, hard shift to the right under Trump. And they've got the math to back it, uh, back it up. I'll get to that later today. Asian Americans, hard break, coming right. I'm not saying it's simply because of the anti-CCP tenor we take here and to protect Lao Beijing and be their allies in taking down the illegitimate Communist Party. But I think it might have something to do with it. Asians breaking hard right to Trump. CJ, why is this? Tell me, tell me about why is this such a big deal in the minority community where Lake and Riley is murdered in the minority. Hispan I hear from Hispanic community all the time. They're terrorized now by this new illegal alien invasion into the communities that's absolutely lawless. What, what, why is this? This whole thing is to break the minority communities on wages, to destroy their schools, their education. Uh, they want to replace them. They want to replace the existing African-American and Hispanic population in this country because guess what? They understand they're turning right. C.J. Pearson. Yeah, you know, you're exactly right. They realize that black Americans all throughout this country are waking up and they need to import new voters. Black people are starting to realize that the Democrat Party destroyed the black community. And now it's time for us to destroy the Democrat Party. You know, when I look at the death of Lake and Riley, she was murdered, left for dead in the woods just an hour and 30 minutes away from my home. She was just a year older than me at 2020 at 22. Biden's policies are not just hurting my generation. They're now killing my generation, which I think it's, it's so important for us to demand justice for her. If the left can burn down America for George Floyd, the least that we can do is raise our voices and say that what happened to Lake and Riley will never be allowed to happen again.
CJ, what is your social media and where do people go for your campaign? Definitely. So people can go support the campaign at PearsonForGeorgia.com. You know, we're facing an onslaught of attacks from the establishment and never Trumpers from all throughout the country. But we are powered and fueled by the grassroots. So every single contribution that you guys can make at PearsonForGeorgia.com is going to make us closer to victory. In just 10 days, the youngest black legislator in America is going to be a MAGA America first Republican. And the left is going to be very, very upset. CJ was one of the opening acts for President Trump when he was down there the other day. Uh, Jenny Beth, uh, tell me about the rally. Where do people go? We're going to cover it. We're going to pick it up live tomorrow at 10 a.m. on our Saturday morning show. Where do folks go if they want to be there in person, ma'am? So they need to go to the Columbia County Republican Party headquarters in Columbia County, Georgia. And the rally is at noon tomorrow. We'll be live streaming it on Tea Party Patriots social media. You can get more details by going to TeaPartyPatriots.org or check out our social media. Um, and you can also check out mine. Jenny Beth M is my social media handle. But noon tomorrow, Columbia County Republican Party headquarters. Come if you're in Georgia, if you're in South Carolina, even if you're in Florida and North Carolina and are outraged by this. Come and stand with us as we demand justice for Lakin and an end to the invasion that's happening on our border. Thank you very much, man. CJ, thank you. Good luck. We'll have you back on before Election Day. Uh, we got a lot to get to. I'm going to go to the border. We're going to go actually to the Darien Gap with Oscar Blue Ramirez and Ben Burkham in a moment. But I want to bring in Jim Hoft and I want to compare and contrast something here. Um, Jim Hoft, you've got a piece in the Gateway Pundit because the FBI and the authorities are not on top of this illegal alien migrant crime spree in this country of murders and rapes and, and uh, sexual assaults uh, and also just outright theft and, and shoplifting and all that and terrorizing communities. But they're still in, on the biggest uh, the biggest manhunt they've ever had in this nation. Is it for the communists? no. Is it for the fascist? No. Is it for the uh, the illegal alien lawbreakers? No. Is it for the cartels? No. Is it for fentanyl? No. What is it for, as reported by the Gateway Pundit, which I think we have a thousand years in prison now, sir? Yeah, Steve. Uh, good morning. We're coming up on a thousand years in prison now for the uh, uh, January 6th protesters. In the next couple of weeks, we'll see that uh, pass over a thousand years that's what they've uh, handed out to all of these people who were protesting outside of the Capitol on January 6th. We know now that it wasn't just the people who went inside who are being arrested, but of course, uh, people who are outside uh, standing around um, are, are serving time in prison. We saw grandmothers with uh, MAGA flags getting arrested and serving six months. We saw doctors uh, like Dr. Simone Gold who had to serve uh, uh, several months in prison. Um, it goes on and on, and it's the largest infringement of uh, First Amendment freedoms in, in U.S. history. It's happening right now. Uh, of course, the mainstream media will not tell you this, Steve, as you know. Uh, we've been covering this at Gateway Pundit. We just put a story up yesterday, a young man. Uh, most of these people, it's the first time they've ever been in trouble with the law. They're still getting sent in, in, to prison for maximum uh, amount of years. Um, a young man lost his teeth in prison. Somebody uh, smashed him in the face when um, he caught them stealing his uh, articles in prison. And so he's asking for money. So we're putting up these these stories continuously. Um, what is amazing is uh, in this article, and it's by Roger Roots. It's a contributor uh, at Gateway Pundit. Um, none of the Civil War leaders served as much time as the average J6er. Think of that. 
Jefferson Davis had two years in prison. The average J6 are serving more time than that. Um, we've seen uh, with the Proud Boys, uh, Enrique Tario, the leader, he's serving 22 years in prison right now, Steve. And he wasn't even in Washington, D.C. That, that day. And we know that the evidence that was planted inside of his chat group, as reported at Gateway Pundit, and I'm sure Julie Kelly put this up and others, um, this, this evidence was planted in, the, in their chat group by an FBI informant. That's what they used to get the sedition against Enrique Tario. Stuart Rhodes is serving 18 years um, in prison. He told his people to leave their weapons in their rooms. He's the Oath Keeper's founder. And he didn't go inside, and he urged his uh, followers not to go inside the U.S. Capitol. He's serving 18 years for that. So this is it's, – it's infuriating to see this happen. People need to understand. They need to, to look at the facts, what's happening to our country right now. Um, Steve, I know you've been a victim of lawfare. We've been a victim of lawfare. But people have to understand what's going on so that um, we can correct this and so that Donald Trump, yeah. when he gets back in office, it, can correct this. Yeah. As bad as it's been for us, it's nothing compared to these guys. This is outrageous. Uh, just to, where they're not doing any special task force, nothing on illegal alien crime. In fact, they refer to them as the newcomers. That means they ain't going anywhere, folks. The newcomers. I want you to emblazon that in your brain. They refer the White House refers to them as the newcomers. The newcomers are not under, under any scrutiny. Just how to get more money to them and get them into your community as future voters and to suppress wages. The J six are now coming up on a thousand years in prison. They got Trump for six or seven hundred years in prison, and they have the J sixers for a thousand. Uh, how do we get to the gateway pundit? How do we follow this story? And how do we follow you, Jim Hoft? Thanks so much, Steve. Yeah, it's thegatewaypundit.com. And uh, that would be on Twitter, Getter, uh, Truth Social, uh, Telegram. So you can find us in all those places. Thank you. Jim, great reporting. Thank you very much, sir. Let's go down now to uh, in, near the Darien Gap. We've got uh, Ben Burkwam and Oscar Bluer Maris. Ben, uh, you, you've taken a, the, another surge is happening right now because they know Biden's not doing anything. Biden's exacerbating this to get as many people in here before the election day. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, Steve, I just want to touch on how you started the show. First off, we are in what was formerly Fort Clayton, the Army base that has now been taken over by the United Nations. We were actually approached at our hotel room this morning and told that we were not allowed to come into this facility. The United Nations security said they did not want us on this property. So that's why we are doing our report from here today, because we will not be stopped. We're exposing these traitors, these demons, these people that are inviting this invasion on our country. The other thing, to your point, Steve, the reason why they say illegal alien crime is down or that, that, that they don't commit as many crimes is because most states like California, these leftist states, do not track it. They do not even check where the person is from. They don't want you to know that illegal alien crime is up. All that being said, the invasion is happening. Uh, we actually have some footage. I don't know if we have the, the footage up and available. There was a boat that capsized about two weeks ago that was being smuggled over, mostly Afghanis. Uh, there were nine people that were killed. They were ended up they ended up uh, rescuing them. Actually, the center front group that we were with this last week, they were the ones that were there. You can see them in this image. They went down and recovered nine of the bodies. They rescued 21 others. These are all people that were smuggled by the cartel out of Nacocli, the Gulf cartel in Nacocli. Now, the trafficking in Nacocli has gone down. There were several thousand people there over the last several days waiting to come across, mostly Chinese Afghanis and Venezuelans. Yeah. We just got word this morning that that traffic has resumed. So reports have been out that Nacocli had shut down. 
the, the yeah. Gulf Cartel was actually protesting that the the people, the two boat drivers, had been arrested. Now that that trafficking has been yeah. resumed, so we're gonna have thousands yeah. coming to the, the dairy tap. Not thousands, tens of thousands. That's one of the main routes. Just hang on, you and Oscar Blue. Hang on. You think it's turbulent? You ain't seen nothing yet. The next eight months, nine months, going to be the most turbulent in American history. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash bandit and find out how you can hedge yourself against this. Short break. Back in the warm in a moment. I want to warn you of a huge change that could be coming to our money and our bank accounts. First, think back to 9-11, shortly after the government pushed through the Patriot Act. This gave the government power to spy on innocent Americans by monitoring our phone and email and tracking our movement across the Internet. Now, Jim Rickards, editor of the independent financial newsletter Strategic Intelligence and New York Times bestselling author, is warning about a coming event that could elevate this governmental surveillance to a terrifying new level. In fact, some of the guests I've had on The War Room believe that the government will soon expand their powers to track our every move. If we say the wrong things on social media, donate to the wrong causes, buy firearms, or even vote MAGA, the government may be able to shut us out of our bank accounts. I can't say for sure if this will happen, but it's an interesting and dire warning. Fortunately, Jim Rickards, an American patriot and friend of mine, has made it his mission to educate us on what he believes is coming and how to protect yourself from the possibility of programmable money. Watch Jim's warning video now before it's censored like I've been in the past. Go to RickardsWarRoom.com. That's RickardsWarRoom.com now to see the video. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, we're going to go back to Ben Burkwam and Oscar Blue Ramirez at the uh, United Nations uh, where they kicked him off of base down in Panama in the second hour. Going to get them resorted over there because I want to spend some time going through that. Uh, make sure, by the way, once again, on this about hedge on financial instability, uh, this deal they just cut. And, and it was um, the great Andy Biggs just on the John Frederick show right before we came on air that said that Mike Johnson is now part of the problem. That's not us saying that. That's the great Andy Biggs. Now, part of the problem is there are no policy wins. There's no border shutdown. We still haven't zeroed Ukraine. And the spending is $30 billion higher than Nancy Pelosi. Suck on that, War Room Posse. So it's another two. And, and I think Brad's right. It's going to be $2.5 trillion deficit this year. Not a $2 trillion, two and a half trillion. That's why I need to go to birchgold.com slash bandit, not just to get the end of the dollar empire, the four-part series that we're coming out with the fifth, totally free, but really talk to Philip Patrick and the team. And I think we're trying to get Philip on this afternoon or tomorrow on the show. Also, this Sunday, I'll be putting more about this. I'm going to be with Glenn Story and the fabulous team at Patriot Mobile in Texas at a rally for Attorney General Paxton, right? And people supporting, uh, going after the uh, Speaker of the uh, Texas House, who is the driving force in trying to get in the impeachment of Attorney General Paxson. I'll be with Ken Paxson, and I'll be with Glenn Story. Make sure you go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon to get all the information uh, about Patriot Mobile. I'll be down there on Sunday. More details of that this afternoon and tomorrow morning. Uh, I had uh, Matt Gates on yesterday. Uh, I got the great John Solomon. He's got an amazing story. But, John, let, let's let's get to the unpleasant part first. Gates said yesterday on the show, broke some news, said, hey, I don't think 
I said, reality is I don't think we're going to an impeachment because I think he didn't want to point any fingers, but this investigation is a little all over the map and doesn't have the maniacal focus you need to move things forward. He thought there were enough moderates and rhinos that just didn't have the stomach for going to the to the to the next level. I then spent yeah. some time with uh, Matt Gates last night, and he reinforced that as we went through this. And that's why your article is so important. So first off, give me your assessment of where exactly we are. You've been the number one guy for the last, I don't know, seven or eight years on top of this story. And where this new story you got breaking today, how is that going to drive the narrative that we need to get justice against the Biden crime family? Yeah, let's start with where we are in the impeachment process. I don't think the Republicans scored any points in their star witness deposition, which was Hunter Biden. They just didn't move the needle. They didn't confront him as aggressively as you would expect. They didn't develop a narrative. Great inquisitions when you're on the stand in the trial with cross-examination or direct exam, you develop a narrative. The the, the uh, transcript of this a deposition of Hunter Biden developed no narrative at all. It's discombobulated. Uh, Hunter Biden seemed to own the narrative more just by injecting confusion and cocaine and everything else into his saying. They did not keep him focused. They did not break any new ground. They didn't seem to know what some of his answers were going to be. You never go into a deposition not knowing what the answers are going to be, right? You should have done all your work. Now, that said, they got a lot confirmed. Uh, they've de developed a lot of evidence. But the key to getting to an impeachment is to have a clear and compelling and convincing narrative, and I don't think the House Republicans have achieved that yet. They're doing a lot of good investigative work, but they haven't sold the country on what is the wrongdoing here, and they spend too much time bickering on the Democrats' points instead of driving their own points, and I think that comes through when you read the transcript. Again, Comer and Jordan working very hard. They're trying to do a lot of good things, uh, but the key at this point, and I've said it about for two or three weeks straight, they need a clear narrative. Now, let me flip to my story. Three weeks ago, the, House, uh, the Democrats began their Broadway review Revival of Russia, Russia, Russia. It's 3.0. Uh, and they're, uh, they want to make this impeachment about Russia collusion, Russia delusion. Uh, I think it's a great thing because now they have run into the inconvenient truth of what we reported this morning. Hunter Bolshevik Biden spent four years shaking down Vladimir Putin's oligarchs trying to get money. They almost were on the cusp of a billion dollar deal with Russia, just like they were Hold trying it. to score. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang, yeah. hang on. Ho, 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 ho. Brother, I know because I reviewed the CCP stuff. I know they yeah. took money from the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. We know through yeah. your reporting they took money from the the Ukrainian oligarchs in Burisma. Yeah. Yeah. What in the hell? Besides the mayor sending them a $5 million check, this is the first I've ever heard. Biden is like demonizes the Russian oligarchs all the time. Please right. don't tell me you have evidence that Hunter Biden's trying to shake down the Russian oligarchs. Yeah, before they saw red in Russia, Democrats saw lots of green, as in cash. And Hunter Biden was at the forefront, along with Hillary Clinton and uh, several other prominent Democrats, in cashing in in Russia just before the invasion of Crimea. Uh, and what you see is a four-year effort by Hunter Biden, Devin Archer, and his business partners to cash in trying to convince these oligarchs to invest in real estate and other things that they have. Hunter Biden was so into Russia in 2012, 2013, he was talking about opening up a Moscow office for Rosemont Seneca. He was talking about setting up a phony group, a U.S.-Russia Chamber of Commerce. He targeted, he and his partners targeted a half dozen of Vladimir Putin's Russia oligarchs. And they were and it, uh, on the eve of the Crimean um, invasion by Vladimir Putin, Hunter Biden was about to score a billion dollar deal with one of the oligarchs. The invasion screwed things up. You know where Hunter Biden was? The, uh, excuse me, where Hunter Biden's team was the day Vladimir Putin invaded Crimea. They were in Moscow trying to close this deal. They had to pivot. 
It is that moment in Moscow where they run into and develop the relationship with Burisma, the Ukrainian oligarch. All they did was, okay, Russia's too hot now. Let's just swap out the oligarchs and go to Ukraine. Burisma was born on the streets of Moscow, and within a few short weeks, it becomes one of his new cash scores. But for four years, he is shaking down the Russian oligarchs with his business partners. And I want to remind people this, because people forget this. It's one of the many in Hunter Biden's career. For most of that time, in 2012, 2013, 2014, Hunter Biden was a naval officer. He had been commissioned by his father to serve as a naval officer. And here he is uh, courting our largest geopolitical rival in Eastern Europe, trying to make money. At the same time, he's wearing the Navy of a uniform officer. That is a naval uniform officer. That is really striking when you look at these documents. These documents have not seen the light of day before. For the first time, we give a timeline, we give the names, we give the checks. And we show this four-year effort to court Russia. Uh, is is Comer and Jordan of the committee going to take this? I mean, what we need is is the guys that have the official platform to adjudicate it to yeah. start adjudicating. Yeah, uh, uh, James Comer called me today. He's going to be on the TV show at six o'clock tonight. We're going to dive into this in a big way. I think you're going to see another big revelation next week. Uh, uh, two, two years ago, I broke the story that there's a second Ukrainian oligarch, Dmitry Firtash, a guy that was indicted by Joe Biden's administration. Yep. Hunter Biden was doing business with him. You're going to learn explosive new details next week on that. Yeah, they're in on this. But again, all these rifle shots are interesting and great. There needs to be a clear story. What was Hunter Biden and Joe Biden doing? We know they were trading on the name. We know they're getting rich. They were putting national security at risk. They got to make that case. And then they got to show how Hunter and Joe have been lying for five years. Uh, where they go, uh, Solomon, to get all your stuff, the show, all your content, uh, the, uh, yep. uh, the podcast, well, all of it. Lucky enough to follow you on Real America's Voice right at 6 o'clock here. Uh, JustTheNews.com, the website. Jay Solomon reports on all social uh, platforms. That's where you can get my, uh, my uh, social media stuff. Um, we love doing this. I love working with you. And uh, we're going to have a lot more on this. We've got to get this narrative right for the American people. They have to understand how big an influence peddling scheme this was, how much we were lied to with election interference in 2020. The, the Bidens lied about what they were doing and how much they put national security at risk. Those are the key storylines. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to talk to Rob Sig, the founder and CEO of, uh, of Real America's Voice and yeah. Parker Sig, who runs the company. Runs yep. the network. No, no, I think we've got we got a second D Solomon over to this committee now for ninety days of interim work because you need uh, a pro. Don't I, hate to to, I love Comer and Jordan; awful. they're good guys. You, <laughs> yeah. you need a you need a professional over there right now in this trying time. Uh, John, thank you. Great work as usual. Great to be with you, Steve. Thank you. They had the trifecta. They had three-legged stool: the CCP, the KGB, the Russian oligarchs, the KGB, and of course they had the. Uh, the junior partner uh, in uh, in the oligarchs in Ukraine, unbelievable. Let's go to Mike Benz. Benz, you put some up the other day. Your, your analysis and breakdown of this has just been amazing. But I want to hit the American people with full on right up front. You're saying, and you say you have evidence of that the CIA and the deep state apparatus is already actively at work to make sure that President Trump does not return to the White House and that we do not win in 2024. Am, am I overstating your case that you're, you're making, at least on Twitter and other social media platforms? No, not overstating that at all, although I'm still sort of processing some of the details I just heard from John Solomon. My mind is sort of reeling right now at some of these revelations because uh, they connect to so much else and so many, uh, <laughs> so many unanswered questions about... Uh, 
about the Ukraine story, which really is at the heart of this of this uh, deep state, uh, you know, long running maneuver to make sure Trump uh, cannot be inaugurated uh, in in November. I mean, it really comes down. To, I mean, the reason. So the talk Pentagon, to us about. We, you know. we, we, we've had this fight now with the administration. They know we're coming after them now. That's why I say the stakes are higher. The easiest part we have is to win this, and that's going to be monumental. And then to close the deals, make sure it's not stolen. We're going to have Gina Swoboda in Arizona, a federal judge, just overturned the fact he has to show an ID so the illegal aliens can vote like crazy in Arizona. Not that that's not a key state. So they know they're coming for us. Every, after we win, you know this, Ben's, because you're going to be in the administration. You'll be part of this like last time. Every day is going to be Stalingrad. It's going to be a war to the knife with the deep state on this. So tell us, tell our audience how they're already getting in front of this. They understand the stakes and they have no intention of having anybody in the Oval Office that it can empower someone like Mike Benz, sir. Yeah. I mean, just yesterday on, uh, on Twitter slash X, you know, we, we, I, I watched a documentary with people about uh, how the, the CIA and the State Department did this during the 20th century when they uh, would try to basically rig an election in a foreign country. And then if the person won anyway, there were all these destabilization techniques uh, in order to, uh, including basically having anarcho tyranny gangs, you know, sort of uh, militia groups take to the streets, uh, working with the union groups to shut down the industrial sector, mass protests and walkouts economic destabilization, weaponization of the Justice Department, all of this uh, are the, you know, the, this is the blueprint that our foreign policy establishment, the Pentagon, State Department, and CIA have been doing for now 70 years. We saw uh, basically a up-close-and-personal glimpse of that uh, in the year 2020, when you had groups like the Transition Integrity Project run by Rosa Brooks. Rosa Brooks was a high-ranking Pentagon official with a CIA blue badge who ran a, a simulation uh, with John Podesta personally role-playing the role of Joe Biden for how to, uh, how to overturn the results of an election in 2020 if Trump won a, quote, clear electoral victory. Scenario three there was a clear Trump win, and they, this involved the Biden campaign working directly with groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, as well as uh, developing all of these, you know, weaponizing their uh, their civil society contacts to bring the country to a screeching halt in the same way that the CIA works with uh, trade uh, trade labor union groups and student groups when they're doing something like this to shut down uh, a government in a country they don't like. And in fact, we saw the this confirmed in a Time magazine article published in January 2021, where Molly Ball uh, wrote about the, the secret agreement between the AFL-CIO and the Chamber of Commerce. By the way, those are two of the four wings of the CIA's top cutout, the National Endowment for Democracy, uh, to stand down on the planned shutdown DC protests and, uh, and mass walkouts by the two million strong labor force of the AFL-CIO who's been working with the CIA for 70 years, I should add, so much so that yeah. leftists in the 1960s used to call them the AFL-CIA. Yeah. So what you're going to see is a White House completely surrounded on all sides in the event that Trump wins by uh, every instrument yeah. of society weaponized hey. against them by the deep state. Benz, hang on. We're holding you through a break. Uh, make sure you go to Birch Gold. This is the turbulence I'm talking about. Birchgold.com slash Bannon to make sure that you talk to Philip Patrick and the team about why gold is a hedge for times of turbulence. You remember the Transition Integrity Project, Raheem Kassam, Bill McGinley, myself went throughout the country in the summer of 2020 
warning that Mark Elias and the team had laid out the plan how they intend to steal the election. Molly Ball's cover story on, on Time Magazine, they bragged about it afterwards of how they did it. Short break, Mike Benz on the other side. Who can you trust? Government leaders repeatedly fail us. Self-appointed experts have led us astray. Distrust in so-called authorities is spreading like a bad cold. We can't quite shake it. But you are not as powerless as they'd like you to believe. When there's no one to depend on, it's time to rely and depend on yourself. Not sure where to start? Well, try this. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Grab a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply for just 60 bucks off. Think about that. $60 off right now. My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families reach self-reliance. I want you to think about that. Reach self-reliance. These food kits offer meals, drinks, and snacks that provide over 2,000 calories every single day. Sealed inside heavy-duty packaging that lasts up to 25 years in storage. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and protect your future with as many kits as you need. These kits ship fast, free, and arrive in unmarked boxes. With My Patriot Supply, when you order by 3 p.m., your food kits will ship the same day. Save $60 per kit. That is $60 per kit at MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. You know how we can roll hard every second of every day? Part of it is staying jacked up with Warpath Coffee, the Dark Roast Mariner's Blend. Warpath.coffee uh, slash War Room. Get your, uh, make sure you get your discount. Tej Gill and the team of Navy SEALs, we took, what, 18 months, two years to work out the roasting for the dark roast. Of course, the mild blends, breakfast blends, all of it's great. Go immerse yourself in information. Go to the website right now, warpath.coffee slash worm to get your discount. Mike Benz, Transition Integrity Project, Mark Elias and those guys put it out in the summer of 2020. We went around the country, warned people. Certain people in the Trump, I'll be blunt, certain people in the Trump campaign didn't take it seriously. And that's where we are. Uh, Molly Ball then, you're right, did a cover story where they then afterwards bragged. They wanted to take credit, bragged about doing it. What, for our audience, because this is the number one issue, people, to put their early search radar up, what signs are you seeing right now that we have another issue in this? So there's a few. They're using this dictator framing, you know, that Trump is going to be a dictator to pull out, you know, this kind of CIA Department of Dirty Tricks style, you know, take down a dictator from from, you know, dictatorship to democracy type playbook that we do to topple foreign governments all around the world. And so some of the early warning signs involve things like the fact that just one month ago, it was either the New York Times or the Washington Post who published uh, a story about how the Georgetown Law Center is working on lawsuits to uh, and and trying to basically t- uh, tee up uh, bills that can be uh, that can be codified before Trump takes office around stopping the ability to invoke the National Guard to uh, to break up protests. Which you know the Georgetown Law Center is exactly where. Rosa Brooks is right now, by the way, who was the head of the Transition Integrity Project that, again, had John Podesta role-playing the role of Joe, Joe Biden in soliciting Black Lives Matter street muscle to shut down the country if Trump were to win the Electoral College victory. So it's that exact same network that was coming up with a plan about how to stop the ability for the federal government uh, to basically, if it was put under crisis by mass destabilizing protests, 
to be able to uh, to call in backup to uh, to defend themselves. That is, there would be no way if they can get you know millions of people on the streets by getting the unions they work with to just basically all all do a walkout. Uh, there'd be no way to yeah. uh, to stop that. And then in addition, you have this civil society capacity building by the Biden administration. The the Biden administration has created all of these basically proxy militias. You know, there are things like, for example, this new climate core which is basically these uh, youth student movements. And there's many adjacencies to these, these climate protest groups and Antifa and, this, and the street muscle protests of the Summer of Love in 2020. And those groups are now getting federal government dollars and are essentially a, a force on standby that could be used with government dollars as a sort of mercenary army to participate in these destabilization efforts if Trump were to win the election. Uh Ben's, we're going to have you back on. We're drill down on this deeply because just like we did on the transition to Treasury project, the since lawfare's collapsing, Trump, MAGA's ascendant, McConnell, everybody, they're all dropping out. Uh, the polling is unbelievable. They've got one shot here. They got to steal it. President Trump knows that. Everybody knows they got to steal it. They can't win if they don't steal this. And we've got to stop it this time. We're going to win the deal. We got to close the deal. Ben's, where do people get to you on social media and your website? Yep. So the best place is on X, you know, Twitter at Mike Ben Cyber, all one word at Mike Ben Cyber. And our publications are available at foundationforfreedomonline.com. Thanks, Steve. You're amazing. You keep fighting, brother. This is a tough one right here. Tough guy. Um, I got Gina Swoboda from the Arizona GOP. Gina, just give me two minutes on this blockbuster ruling yesterday. I'm going to have you back on in the next segment, but I want to get Lindell in here. Tell me what happened in Arizona, ma'am, with this federal judge. Federal judge says Arizona is preempted by federal law. We cannot remove non-citizens from the rolls. We cannot require proof of citizenship to vote in the presidential contest, and we cannot require proof of citizenship in order to vote by mail. We're going to appeal. R repeat that real quickly. What are the three things again that the federal judge said? Cannot remove non-citizens from the voter rolls. Cannot require proof of citizenship to vote in the presidential election, and we cannot require proof of citizenship in order to vote by mail. Judge says we're preempted by federal Hang law. We're going to appeal. Hang on one second. We're going to get you in the next segment. By the way, that's for the newcomers. They're hugging the newcomers. Mike Lindell, suck on that. Tell me about your voter integrity project now. Isn't that something? Well, you know, everybody remember, this was the uniparty, CCP, globalists, and deep state. Over the last three years, we've learned where all the, they, they pop up like uh, pocket gophers, all the corruption in this country, uh, from judges all the way through our, our government. And uh, it's another decision. When they make decisions like this, there's another agenda there. And this is the fight we're in. And you're right, Steve. We got one shot at this, everybody. And uh, the plan we're doing now, going through county by county, uh, we, we're not relying on judges. And we're not relying on, on uh, we're relying hang on, on hang people on, making well, moves well, here at the, well, at the county hang, level. Yo, yo. I got, hang on, I got the people and I got the county level and I got MAGA and the district in the, in the, in the uh, precinct strategy. Everybody's got muscle. You can't even get this done in South Dakota. Didn't so, to tell me in South Dakota, some establishment guy said, Hey, Mike Lindell, you're up here in South Dakota. I'm going to give you some South Dakota voodoo. And where do we stand right. there, brother? Well, there, there we have over 28 counties now, uh, more signed up last night. 
that uh, are going to do, file petitions in their county, uh, which under the Constitution of South Dakota, they can uh, vote right away whether to get rid of the machines and go to paper ballots. The legislature there, this guy named Lee Schoenbeck, Lee Schoenbeck, all of a sudden the head of the Senate, he wants to shove a bill through 1140-1140, shove this bill through and say, oh, you can't do that. We're gonna, you can only do that at the beginning of the year. We're gonna fight it, Steve. It's just a fight, it's a battle, but uh, we're winning. We are winning and we're gonna keep winning. Now, is it happening as fast as I wanted to? No, but we are winning. We're gonna, we're gonna get those counties in South Dakota and if it has to go to court, we're ready. He's, they made a statement yesterday in their, in their uh, in the Senate, they said, well, you know, we had a recording of them. They said, well, if this, uh, you know, the people will fight us. This costs a lot of money in court. Well, good for that. That we'll fight them and we will spend the money because this is it. We are in a, we are in an apex in history. We have to win this, everybody. We have to secure our elections. We have to get our great real president back in power. I know you're pressed for time, but just hang on for 90 seconds. Gina, hang on for 90 seconds. We're going to um, go back to Panama. We got Lindell we're going to finish with. We got Gina. We got more about Arizona. We're going to go back to Panama to the U.N. What the U.N.'s doing, all your money, folks, all your money down there in the U.N., preparing another wave of the invasion. And now you see the plan. You can't ask them for ID. You can't get them off the roll. It's up in your grill. As only reported. In the war room, 90 seconds back. For war room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.